Okay, I promise this is the very last bonus episode for a little while. This is our off week anyway, so it's okay if I do an extra one, right? Recently, we hit a major milestone. Roll to Metal hit its 10,000th download. That is a huge deal. Thank you, one and all. Every single one of you listening is a part of that. For a Brindlewood Bay, meaning not D&D, actual play podcast, this is, this is a big deal. And we're very humble, and we thank you very much for listening. So I think that this is the first time that you will hear Mary, Holland, and Willow speak out of character for a length of time as we talk about how thankful we are for all of you listening, except for Mary, who does not believe that you exist. And by the time this publishes, you have already heard the news that the Brindlewood Bay Kickstarter has ended and that I am officially on board to spearhead the next Brindlewood Bay full campaign. I did a little eight-minute explainer about what that was. You can find that in the bonus episodes as well. And that'll be fun. That'll be great. Thank you all. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for supporting this show by listening. Next week... I know, next week is uh, Moose Murders, so we will we will get you there finally. But here we go. Thank you again, and now listen to the four of us speak without silly accents, unless you consider our normal speaking voices to be silly accents. Okay, here we go. Do you want to introduce yourselves? As ourselves? As yourselves? What? <laughs> I mean, why not? <laughs> Who are you then? I don't know. That is a good question. That's a really big question to kick yeah, off. Yeah, you're, you're just, you're going to open with that? <laughs> yeah. I think the better question is why are you? <laughs> why are you? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. let's start with that. Why are you? Oh. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm Holland. I play Birdie, and I'm she's Willow. Crazy. Oh, sorry. I'm, you go ahead. No, you. <laughs> no, you. You go. It's okay. I, I was. I was done. I'm. I'm Willow Wilson. I play Renette Bollinger, and uh, I'm going to try my best to not speak in Renette's accent this whole time. Um, it's still going to happen, though. I'm Mary Stack, and I play Georgie Sullivan. <laughs> Oh, that accent. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mary is the only reasonable one out of us. Um, sorry, Jonah, you're lumped in with us crazies. Yeah. But. Well, congratulations, everybody. We got 10,000 downloads. <gasps> ah! Yeah. Did you I... ever, yeah, did you ever think, have you, have any of you thought about I've that? I've never thought before. No, sorry, go ahead. I just feel like our audience should know that I don't think. But continue. I think they get that from listening. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're so right. Okay, good. No, I never, I never thought that this would happen. And it's certainly not so quickly. Um, Because usually it takes, it takes podcasts a little bit of time. Um, It's, it's a bit of playing the, playing the time game um, to get a, a good amount of content. Because I, at least I know. Um, most people that I, I talk to who also enjoy podcasts like myself, it's usually a binge kind of thing where you're like, Ooh, this thing has 40 episodes. Let me listen to all of it in 72 hour period. Mm -hmm. Um, that is the way to do it. (laughs) 
Yeah. And I don't know. I don't even know how many episodes do we have out at this point? Uh, I don't know, because if we include the bonus episodes, I'm not sure. But I think it's at 27 like story campaign episodes. That's that. I mean, that's bingeable. Yeah. Nice. But but still, I'm still having trouble comprehending 10,000 downloads. Just like it just like popped up. This this is happening. Yeah. 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 Mary, how do you feel about 10,000 people listening to you? That's not 10,000 people in general. It's only what, like 4,000 individual downloads, <laughs> individual people, I think. Mary, if it helps, I downloaded it at least a thousand times. <laughs> so that knocks that number down quite way a bit. Way down. Ticks it way down. Yeah. Um, as you know, I have been pretending that no one is listening. <laughs> and then I am just playing a game with my friends. Mm. Uh, but... Because uh, that, you know, the anxiety, because I definitely like I'll say something and be like, oh, that was really dumb. And then I'll think about it and think about it. It's like the idea of people like listening to me actively do dumb things. <laughs> See, I, that's really I interesting because you're not any worse than either of us. <laughs> Fascinating. Because I'm the opposite. I need to know that people are listening to me because otherwise, if I'm not current, if I'm not actively being observed, I blink out of existence. <laughs> Schrodinger's willow? Question. Yes. <gasps> okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I eyes on eyes on me. Yeah. Listen. I, otherwise, yeah. what am I? <laughs> you're you're Willow, and also wonderful and amazing. I feel like for me, um, it's kind of in between. I don't really comprehend that people are listening, but I also like to think that uh, people find me funny slash annoying. Um, but that I, that also can be achieved in my daily life. So. Um, but I'm really, really thankful for anyone who is listening um, and can can withstand Birdie. <laughs> I'm, I'm very grateful for everyone who has listened. Um, you <laughs> you keep me in existence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the I mean, really, the big thing that happened was the Brindlewood Bay Kickstarter. Like, I yeah. think we were we were doing fine. Uh, and I think like when you start a podcast, especially an actual play podcast around uh, what is essentially an indie game, then you don't necessarily start it with expectations of and then we'll be famous. And uh, we're certainly not. We're certainly not yet. yet. <laughs> but it was it was definitely the Kickstarter plus the bonus episodes that really sort of ramped stuff up. And as the as the only one of us that like looks at the analytics <laughs> like there was a moment where i was like what what happened what's still happening i don't understand what is happening with these graphs they're very strange so i don't know yeah yeah but that happened so so we we got to we got to our this weird goal number this not even a goal number this milestone without really thinking about it so much we are just effortlessly great. Oh, <laughs> There's effort. There's effort. At least, at least on y'all's end. I'm kind of just coasting. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I just hang out with my friends. I think yeah. that we really, we really yeah. need to acknowledge how much work Jonah puts into this. Yeah. Uh, both as a 
as a, as a narrator, GM, whatever you would like to call it for this crazy, this crazy thing. Um, but also for working so hard on the editing and the post session stuff before it goes up. Um, so yeah. thank you so much yes. for your hard work. You make us sound wonderful and amazing and you make this story come to life. So we couldn't do it yeah. without you. Yeah. Thank you, Jonah. You do a lot. I, I just come in here for the recording sessions and I'm just like, oh, great. I don't have to we don't do anything. <laughs> well, yeah, we appreciate you. And you make this like a, like this great space for us to be wild in. And it, it feels like we really just get to go nuts and like do whatever we want to do and take whatever direction we want to take. And that's amazing. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I guess I think of it as, um, like I've sort of joked about this in the past, but it really is kind of important that at some point, like I describe the place you're in and then I give you a push and then I try to see how long I can be quiet. <laughs> and, it, and it's, that's kind of my own game. And, uh, there were a couple of theorizes where it was well over a half an hour where I didn't talk at all. And that was, that was great. Uh, yeah. Give, give us, give us space and we will not shut up. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> so I guess uh, you mentioned a little bit earlier, do you, do any of you have a preference for whether you say GM or DM or keeper? Like do you narrator storyteller? Do any of you have like a favorite term? Depends on the game, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, a DM is specifically dungeon master for you know, yeah. for a, a certain a, a certain TTRPG. Um, GM is more general, also very good. GM does make me think of general manager, though. I yeah. do feel that, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just it's, I do think that every time. Yeah, yeah. I like storyteller a lot. Yeah, especially for for this for this story. Yeah. But what do you like, Jonah? I think I have eventually become annoyed that a lot of games feel like they need a new name for it. So I try to just use GM for everything, just okay. to just to cut it cut out the middleman or cut it's out the an umbrella term. Yeah. Yeah. But it is yeah. fun to come up with something unique. Yeah, I think um, I think the weird thing about storyteller is that, like, truly everybody here is a storyteller. And so saying that just one person is the storyteller feels, mm -hmm. feels inaccurate, you know, yeah. but we are the storyteller. Mm -hmm. That's a good oh. point. Cause that's the, that's my favorite thing about tabletop RPGs is it's collaboratively telling a story. And I feel like you build friendships in a way that you don't normally in the real world. You know what I mean? The we real storyteller story is the yeah. friends we made along the way. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but if you're the storyteller and I'm the storyteller, then who's flying the plane? <laughs> Uh-oh. So so this was I think this was all of our first time playing Brindlewood Bay, right? When we yeah. first yeah. got together yes. for this. What do you think of this game? I mean, you're still here, so I assume there's some positivity involved somewhere. But like but when it was first pitched to you and we first played um, Bookstore of Murder, what did you all think? 
it made me so happy. (laughs) Like when I understood what the premise was and the types of characters we'd be playing and I saw the character sheet and like how we were generally going to build the characters, I was like, this is perfect. This is like exactly the thing that I wanted to do, but I didn't know it till like we talked about it and started playing. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I remember, uh, I think it was after a Shakespeare RPG session mm-hmm. um, when you brought it up and I was like, this sounds awesome. <laughs> I, so, so much room for creativity, so much room to have a lot of fun. And I really, I, I specifically remember you bringing up the, the cozy activity, how each of us has, you know, a craft or a fun activity that, that we're into Mm -hmm. and I was literally sewing a corset while I was, while I was, uh, recording that time. And I was like, let's do this. We joked about like, we each pick our own, um, our own hobby or interest, but then we just, for our characters, we just pass it one to the left. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We didn't end up doing that, but I still just picked very similar ones to our own because we didn't really, uh, for for Birdie, I was like, oh yeah, she kind of, you know, she's got a couple things going on, and then she ended up just being like this friggin' groupie music lover, and I'm like, oh no, I've made myself. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, that's okay. Like I like to have, I'm knitting right now. Um, <laughs> I like to have that one thing that's grounded that I can like, you know, like the uh, when we did the the tunnels or whatever to be Mm. able to be like confidently, I have a whole skein of sock yarn in my knitting bag and it will stretch this far. Like little things like that, that I can throw in that are grounded. In fact, (laughs) the confidence of knowing something about it, of knowing a lot of little things about something very specific. Yeah. And you can Uh, just pull that information out whenever you need it. Exactly. Exactly. If we had done, it would have been hilarious, but had we done the pass your craft to the right or whatever, I would have been like, I don't know things about corsets. I do them. (laughs) I would be no help at all. And you guys would be so mad at me. I'd be like, oh yeah, that part's the, um, the hip of the, the corset. You always have to glue the hip on with special paste. I mean, there and, is, and then you there is glue and nice paste texture. involved. <laughs> if we're talking yep. about, you know, s- s- stiffening the fabric with the paste mm-hmm. buckram solution, that's what I yeah. said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, you know, you 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 done good. <laughs> that was actually something at the very beginning. I I did like kind of push that idea that you find i don't know how if you remember it being a strong push or if it was just a suggestion but that you pick an activity that was something that you knew about um because uh, there are some differences that we're we're going with because this is a podcast and because mary no one's listening but somebody might be listening (laughs) and if they are listening i actually i go back to um there was an episode of one shot or, or uh, where they played kids on bikes. And there was a moment where they were trying, th- this is like always stuck with me. And there was a moment where they were trying to figure out what to do with the ghost. And there was something about 
like I, I just remember the the big points. The big point was like you need a mirror. A mirror is going to be the thing that you need for the ghost. And Patrick Rothfuss was playing the science teacher, and he said, "Well, wait a minute. Is it the reflection, or is it because mirrors are made with mercury? Maybe the ghost just has a problem with mercury." And that was like a big moment for me as a listener and someone who wanted to start making actual plays because he knew how mirrors worked (laughs) and like it always just stuck in the back of my head like that no matter how fantastical and how far away from the player some of these characters get for the listener knowing that when you start talking about corsets or knitting or music that there's actual knowledge there is like a different sort of texture for the listener i think you know so that was like that was when we did mary when we did um the lumber ghost mysteries like every all the players there were musicians to one extent or another yeah and the idea was that when mikey or mars were talking about guitar they would actually talk about guitar you know and that was kind of like a big deal where it's like yeah like those conversations are real conversations even though everything else that's going on isn't real Hmm. i I I like that i like it yeah i mean i'll take any excuse to nerd out about my dumb hyperfixations. so yes (laughs) same 100 this is also that's that's true though um in all actuality i feel like ttrpgs especially when you add that layer it's a great way to get like that two-in-one package of, oh my gosh, I'm playing a game with my friend. And also I get to force them to listen to me hyperfixate on something because it's a character. <laughs> it's a double win. Everybody play TTRPGs if you haven't. Yep. That's Highly true. recommend. Um, play bit Renewood Bay. Make your grandma love whatever it is that you love. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, on that <laughs> note, like I feel like I've wanted to have some character of mine be a knitter but I've never been able to like fully achieve it because it just never it would never come up in gameplay you know what I mean so it's been absolutely delightful (laughs) that it comes up (laughs) and comes in handy almost you know really comes in handy sessions (laughs) yeah because when you know what kind of materials you need you know all these things you can You you can I mean I don't know how many times Renette has pulled out her all. Yeah. Where's mine? Yeah, do you want to tell everybody what an all is? Oh, it's just a pointy stick. <laughs> it's just, you know, for stabbing. <laughs> it's, you know, for mar- making holes in things. For eyelids. For costuming. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Just wanted you, to clarify. You did also describe a knife just now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> can't find my all. It's in my, it's, it's not hung up on my wall. Your all, your, your wall all? Not, not today. Not today. It's oh. not. But yeah, it's a, just a poke. It's for puncturing holes in thick fabrics. That's how you make the little eyelets in the corsets. You poke, you poke more, and then you, you use a reinforced, uh, thick linen thread uh to you know sew around it like a buttonhole if it was just a circle yeah i See, just descri- a hole is what i described yeah so you described <laughs> a knife making a hole yes yeah Wonderful. that is really all you need um, to know hey still within the theme still yeah. within mm-hmm. the theme mm-hmm. yep moiter 
Are hey, there? Will, how, how much do I have to pay you to make me uh, a Renaissance Festival costume? Um, I you um, can also think about a it hug. I, I would no. Uh uh-uh, <laughs> very important. Everyone pay your artists. That was the that's, wrong that's answer. True. And you lose. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I will do that though. Are there are there moments in the game that stand out to you all as players? Are there there things that that you know happened in this game that maybe couldn't have happened? I mean, we've talked about like the cozy activities and your real world crafts and loves sort of seeping in a little bit, but I'm wondering if there's something about this that uh, a moment that you had in the game that I, is yeah yeah I don't know if this is what you're asking specifically, but I the way that theorize works, like that's not a thing you can do in other games. And I love it so, so much. Like I absolutely adore trying to fit the, the clues together in a way that makes any kind of sense. And then just like, yep, that's what happened. And I feel like every time it takes me a minute to remember that we can and are supposed to do that you know what I mean like I'm looking for the right answer until I'm oh the right answer is whatever I whatever we make it you know what I mean and I just think that's so fun and so cool yeah I always forget that every time I'm like oh these clues are leading to something (laughs) yeah and they are we just it just hasn't it, it has not been made yet we come up with that (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) we're making this up (laughs) yeah I was definitely terrifying at first but in a weird way it's also really freeing um because there's not really a wrong answer unless it's a roll of the dice unless you roll (laughs) unless you roll poorly yeah which which hasn't happened yet (laughs) yeah anytime now anytime now now. I'm looking (laughs) forward to it Yeah, I really like the spontaneity of of being able to come up with something like that on the fly with with the fun clues that Jonah gives us. Yeah. Do you remember the first time how Theorize felt? Like, uh, were you prepared for it or? No, because I was like, this isn't going to this is does this. How does this all fit together? There has to be one way that this is all leading. He's he's leading us in a specific direction. But what if we're wrong? Oh, we and then you remember that's not how this works. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that first time that we did the theorize move. Yes, exactly what you just described. Like, oh, it has to be this one thing. How does this work? And like, uh-oh. But I felt like once the three of us kind of hit, like hit our stride in it and we just started like throwing ideas out and then somebody would say, oh, but what if... And then we just kind of kept like it. It felt like we fell into it pretty easily once we got going, you know. Yeah, and once we can decide, okay, I like this character, so they didn't kill anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't like this character, so they're definitely the number one suspect. <laughs> yes, regardless of what the clues actually fit, <laughs> we're pinning it on this person, and thus we make it so. To be fair, it has ended up. More often than not, um, there's been a character that we didn't like, and then we're like, no, it, they don't really fit the bill for what yeah. these clues are telling us. Yeah. 
And so we usually end up like spiteful, like I still hate them, but I guess they're not the murderer this time. Yeah. Not this time. This time. They're, they're on the list. They're still on the list. <laughs> keep an, I'm keeping an eye out, Liam. <laughs> oh, who knows? Who knows what Liam's up to? Yeah. As who long knows? as it's not Pickles. Pickles can stay. Pickles, Pickles will never be a murderer ever. Pickles is a good kid. I, I've got plans for Pickles. No. <laughs> you know what? You I think the world one has big plans for Pickles. Uh, are there, um, I mean, we talked about like, uh, some moments and some rules. Um, I guess, do you have any, oh yeah. Oh, I just want to say, I really like the, uh, crown of the queen and crown of the void. I feel like Mm. that option in the game is really interesting where you can decide, you know, at like the, the most possible clutch moment or just a ridiculous innocuous moment, but it means something important to the storytelling of the story. You can just decide, no, I'm not going to fudge that role. Actually, this, this time we're going to make it good. And here's why I kind of love that sort of, it, it feels very improv based where it's, it's more of a yes. And, you know, you can add to it as opposed to just saying, oh, no, this didn't happen. It's more so like, actually, this is how it changes. You know, it takes its own trajectory. Yeah, it's yes, and I get to talk about my backstory. And you've got a backstory. Um, yes. Yeah. We yes. are still peeling back those layers. Yeah, so Renette is a, Re- Yeah, Renette, Renette has had a storied life. Mm-hmm. And she has, uh, she has tales to tell. She has crowns to uh, to wear. So one of the things that I think has sort of come up is that if we were not doing this as a podcast, there are things that we'd probably be doing differently. You know, like, uh, uh, the, and the big one for me was that for the first couple of mysteries, I didn't really push conditions like Georgie should have had a condition of sprained ankle, but instead it was just like, no, you have a sprained ankle. And part of that was there were twofold. One was really thinking about the audience and wanting to establish a certain tone. And with the three of you as well, like, oh yes, there's murder, but this is fun. And then there's finally a moment where it's like, oh, this is not fun. (laughs) This moment right here, this is not a good time. And I think that some of that is because you want to play differently when there might be someone listening or when you want to craft it as episodic. And I don't know if any of you as players have felt like you're approaching something differently because we're recording. Do you think that you're approaching a part of what you do differently than you would if we were around a table? We're not recording. What are you talking about? <laughs> just like hypothetically, if we were just yeah, like if anybody pretending did listen. we were recording. <laughs> I'm just sending it to my mom. Don't worry. <laughs> she she just wants to know what's up in my life. It's it's just my mom. I don't no, think I that mean, I've oh go. No, 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 you go. I because truly I don't feel like I've approached it differently based on us recording. I feel like in the last couple of years, for me it's been the shift of being around a table to being virtual. And so 
I don't know if I'm explaining this correctly, but all of my games went virtual. Virtual. So, like, this just feels like, oh, this is how I sit around a table now. So, I, it doesn't – that's the only thing that – that's the only difference, I guess, in how I approach it is that it's, oh, it's just a virtual game now. And so that would does change my gameplay a little bit in terms of knowing – you know, we can see each other. And so you have more context cues, but it's still not the same as sitting around a table. So I think I try to use more like use a chat box or whatever. So the sidebar conversations still happen Mm -hmm. (laughs) as though we were around the table and things like that. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Um, And I, I agree. I do feel like for me, uh, keeping in mind that it's an audio platform. Uh, I think if it was visual and audio, I wouldn't think about it at all, really. And even now, I don't think about it too much as it happening as it's happening, because uh, not only am I really enjoying the space and time that we're making together, but also because I'm invested in the story and I'm not thinking about like, oh, we're recording. But I do think there's like a little bit, a little part of me in the back of my mind that is reminding me to you know, emote more based on vocal choices rather than visual. Um, but really to me, that's the, the biggest thing. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at this point I've only played, uh, TTRPGs in person a few times before we hit quarantine and we're all, everything's on yeah. Zoom. Uh, everything's a uh, remote, uh, and, not only that, most of most of my uh, playing of TTRPGs is recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. I've gotten used to uh, the whole. I mean, it 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 would. I mean, I I I still like playing them. You know, old school style. You know, in person, physically. You know, where people can like see each other. That's cool. Um, and have I don't know, the feels at the same place and snacks. My, yes. Snacks is part. the main part. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's why people <laughs> come to game night is for the snacks. Correct. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm used to playing in this way. Now I don't think much of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, <laughs> you hear the little this audio is recording now and I'm like oh fine okay good I'm I I can exist <laughs> do you want to talk about ensorcelled for a minute like it, it comes I mean, up I never don't want to talk yeah. about ensorcelled <laughs> I sort of I drop it in every once in a while but no one has ever heard your official pitch <gasps> you go you're way better at the pitch than me Oh no. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, Insourcelled is a really great podcast. Um, it's kind of the coolest uh, besides this one. Um, it's uh, it, it Holland and I are, are, are in it. It's us and a few other amazing people, super duper amazing artists. Uh, it's you a take over. I, I can, I can do it. I was just doing a, 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 
it, it's a teaching it's another actual play uh uh podcast uh but it's in sort of a magical world with a it's set at a very specific magical school uh with no affiliation to a certain um author um and we are all students at this magical school called Hogweed uh, Academy of Spellcraft and Sorcery. And, and um, it's really great. Um, we're uh, about to start our fourth season or our fourth year at Hogweed. And it's really great. Now, Holly, you do your thing. Oh, no, no, no. You're, <gasps> that was beautiful. Um, it, it wasn't, but okay. <laughs> uh, so Ensorcelled is a magical TTRPG. Uh, as Willow has expressed, uh, we do not have any affiliation to any authors, specifically any authors that are potentially TERPs, um, because our our nice little podcast is uh, full of love and inclusion in the way that uh, we hope, you know, everyone can exist in in their lives. Um, so we are full of full of love, uh, hate free, and uh, everybody's having a good time. Well, I Except, mean, well, we're it's having it's, a good time now. Yeah, year it's, three it's was rough. dramatic and sad. Yeah, year three. I mean, there's there's drama, there is pain, there is mm-hmm. catharsis. It is difficult being a thirteen year old. I will tell you that. Imogen has had a rough third year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, so is Ren. We've all we've all been put through it. Yep. But it's also it's fun. If you like yes. magic, if you like ridiculous teenage drama, but also you love to see the power of girlfriendship, then go for it. Also, everyone's sweet and queer and it's fluffy. Woo-woo. Yeah. Yay. Cool. So now that that's out of the way. <laughs> elevator uh, pitch. It's a long elevator. <laughs> it's a really long elevator. Or got flights, stuck in baby. there. Let's go. Yeah, I pressed the button that just makes it stop. <laughs> I pressed all the buttons at once. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> that's the way I transition out of your conversations during the game. Oh, yeah, uh, understandable. <laughs> and now moving on. Um, uh, so I thought I'd end with this. Uh, there is a thing in the rules that we haven't actually done, like we ha- because we've sort of made some some you know, changes making it a podcast. And I think that if we were around the table, we would definitely do this every time. But we always are a little crunch for time. So we have never actually done Stars and Wishes. Do you guys know what Stars and Wishes are? Why don't you explain it for the audience, John? <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I mean, obviously I know what we're talking about, but yeah. of course, but, you know, just for just for everybody else. yeah. So Stars and Wishes is, uh, is, a, is a tool that you use at the end of a gaming session. And a star is when you give someone a star and you say, I really liked when you did this and you get a star. Congratulations. And it's, uh, it's a way to say thank you and, and that you really enjoyed something that someone did. And wishes are things that maybe you hope happen in the future. And so sometimes it can take the shape of, well, there was a thing that I didn't really like, and maybe in the future we won't do that. Or maybe it's a way of dreaming about what will happen to your character or certain situations or NPCs, storylines that maybe you want to uh, to go on. So I thought we would just take a, a minute to do that because it is a, it's a pretty cool tool. 
and people have been um, adopting it more and more often. And we just never record these things because the shape of our show really is closer to an audio drama in a lot of ways than it is like a raw session. So. I mean, it sounds like a cool feedback mechanism. I like the, I like the idea of a structured feedback, but I feel like the way that the, that we play, we kind of during sessions actively say, Oh, that was great. Like that was so funny or, Oh, and then when we, or when we like build off of something that somebody does, it's sort of implied that was awesome more of that. And then we do kind of do the whimsy dreaming of like, Oh, well, what if this happened? Or I wanted to, you know, so I feel like even though we don't do it in a structured way, I think that our play style incorporates that kind of feedback. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's always nice to have a, a structure to, yeah. so we can, you know, effectively talk about how awesome you all are. Um, that's always great. But yeah, I mean, uh, for the structure of the podcast and the, the sessions themselves, um, I, 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 we, 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 we spread those stars around throughout the episode, I think, but still that's a very useful tool yeah. Yeah. and I like it. Yeah. I think, um, because the four of us did the full campaign before we did this podcast, we sort of like, um, and it was the, and that was the first time that the four of us all played together. And then yeah. that mm -hmm. seemed to go really well. I think we like sort of learned our communication and, and really as you know, in just watching the three of you play, um, it's, it's really fantastic just to, just to listen to it. And I enjoy editing because I like listening to it again. So there is a lot in the way that the three of you present yourselves and, um, and portray your characters uh, and sort of like what I was sort of mentioning earlier, this idea of like just sort of easing into a murder she wrote style. Let's solve the murder. It's going well. It's going well. And then in long dark tea time of the soulless, <laughs> when, and actually Holland, um, do you want to talk about how we, talked before playing that episode about your relationship yeah that was it was really interesting um because we we've had little like pre-session check-ins about certain characters sometimes we've done it like uh in session and it's been totally fine and of course um you and will and mary are awesome at picking up those improv beats and just like rolling with them um but it was really fun to sit down and kind of plan a backstory with a character that was going to be uh, prominent in the next mystery. Um, I didn't necessarily know how she was going to be prominent. Um, so that was fun. <laughs> um, but it was really nice to like sit down because it not only colors um, the story we're about to tell, but it also gives me more insight into Birdie's backstory because as a, as a character, I, I definitely know a lot about her, but she still surprises me in, a, in really exciting ways. So that was a really cool opportunity to get that to happen. And I think what I, I remember, we had a, a number of conversations about Birdie's relationship with Latita. 
And it was like, well, where did you meet? Well, what did you do? Can you think? And like, before we played, it was, tell me a specific thing you did. Tell me another specific thing you did. And I think that, that I was actively misleading you into not expecting that she would die right away. And yeah, I definitely was a little surprised um, and very upset. (laughs) But I think like my big, my big star for the three of you was that as soon as that happened, you carried the weight of Latita's death through four play sessions. (laughs) Like it was like, no, this is different. And you stayed consistent and you like, it stayed with the three of you still, it's still there. And that's pretty fantastic for, from my perspective, uh, for, for a role-playing game that it completely changed the tone moving forward. And like, that was the thing that I refer to now as the moment where the tone changed was that, and that's now, okay, now there are going to be conditions and now we're going to push harder and make things a little darker, you know, I don't know, but those are big stars because the three of you did all that. Thank you for letting us play in that space. Um, Cause I, I do feel like it's an important part of, I mean, it can be an important part of any TTRPG, but specifically uh, a murder mystery podcast. It's I think really important to discuss the ramifications of said murder, not just from a like, Oh, this is some like third party that we don't really know. And we're like investigating it and it's lighthearted. We're making jokes. We definitely want to like, get justice for this person and all that kind of stuff. Um, and you figure out who did it and solve the mystery. But when it becomes someone that we just had a conversation with, that we have backstory with, that we went out for tea with, <laughs> it, it really, it takes, that's the thing that takes this, uh, the podcast into a totally different shade for that mystery. Um, so I feel like, you set it up for us and then you let us run with it. So also kudos to you for giving us that space to play in because it was really juicy and fun. Cause besides that, we'd had some darker moments, but there was a lot of sunshine and roses as well. And that one was a little more, uh, what was it? Just a, a gentle breeze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> that gentle goddamn breeze. Mm-hmm. Mm, still mad about that. <laughs> So I guess as we wrap up, do, do any of you have wishes for, cause I don't think we're halfway through yet. Uh, I think we are, we're taking our time with this because it is a podcast and that if we were around a table, it might go a little faster towards the end, but I want to, I want to be able to take our time with this. So do any of you have wishes for the second two thirds of the campaign? I just wish to keep playing with y'all. This is great. <laughs> I love our characters. I love our dynamic. I just want to, I want it to keep happening. Agree. Agree, agree, agree. I want Birdie to be less of a bitch. <laughs> That's not going to happen, though. I love It Birdie. might. You don't know. It might. <laughs> she might, you know, She's she's got the potential for a slow burn redemption arc. Okay. 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 I'll give her that. There. We'll give get her there. time, man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, but I, I agree. Playing with you guys is, is so much fun and it's everything I look forward to 
on that specific day that we usually play that I won't disclose because time isn't real. Time is not real. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, and yeah, we'll, we'll keep going. We'll keep, I'm, I'm here for as long as you guys are here. This will be, this is one of the highlights of my week and my mm. month and all. Yeah. Hey. 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 I love um, playing old ladies with you guys. It's the best. <laughs> it's so great. All right. Goodbye. Okay. I guess. Bye. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. Bye forever. Um, bye. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> kind of okay. rude, I have to say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Yay, happy 10,000. Yeah, happy 10,000. 10, 10, Thanks for playing with us. Yay. All right, Bye. I have to go. I have to go. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, okay, bye. Okay, okay, bye. So I'll, I'll talk to you later. Just, I guess, thanks, whatever. It's fine. We'll miss All right. you. All right. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>